0: What are we talking about when we talk about maternal health? Today on Here for You, the Helping Our Women radio show, we're talking about programs to support maternal health and wellness here on Cape Cod. I'm Gwen Guzo, your host and the executive director of Helping Our Women, a nonprofit resource center for women living with a chronic or serious health condition on the outer Cape. It's a full house here today at the WMR studio. Joining me is Carrie McCarthy, coordinator of the Cape and Islands Perinatal Wellness Alliance, formerly the Cape and Islands Maternal Depression Task Force, and two of her colleagues, Becky Fisher and Rosetta Windle, local birth or postpartum doulas who've been working with Carrie, as well as Jenna Howe, a new resident of Truro, a doula, and an expecting mother. Welcome. Carrie, what is what is the Cape and Islands Perinatal Wellness Alliance, and what do you do? Hi, Gwen. Well, thanks for having me today. Um, the Cape and Islands
1: Perinatal Wellness Alliance, which was formerly the Cape and Islands Maternal Depression Task Force, um, was founded by Mary Wilson in 2006. Um, she Her intention really was to bring together a collection of agencies that engage with people uh, pregnant women and persons to figure out what the prevalence of postpartum depression was and what our region's response was to it. Um, so she held the position for about 17 years, wow. uh, meeting monthly, and essentially what she was providing then was um, education for mm-hmm. professionals and individuals um, about the maternal uh, wellness community. So as we mentioned, we recently rebranded to the Perinatal Wellness Alliance. Mm -hmm. Um, We are going to continue on with Mary's mission of providing um, education and training for both professionals and individuals. Okay. Um, We also currently provide um, a free in-home doula program, which I'll talk about a little bit more in a few minutes. Um, But we're also going to start dipping our toe more into events. Wow. Um, So we're going to be hosting our first Zoomathon in October of 2023. Um, and this really is just an opportunity for us to raise community awareness, um, build community for mothers and birthing persons, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully raise some funding uh, to promote further promote our work. Um, but our biggest event that we're going to be, or that we are working on currently, is the Walk for Maternal Wellness in October, of, or excuse me, of May of 2024, in Great. recognition of Maternal Mental Health Awareness Month, um, and that will take place on the Cape, Nantucket, and Martha's Vineyard on the same day. Wow. Um, and all of the proceeds raised will go to directly towards scholarships to increase our workforce of clinicians certified in perinatal mental health and also doulas uh, that can support families across the Cape and Islands with special emphasis placed on Spanish and Portuguese-speaking doulas and clinicians.
0: Wow. Well, this is a big mission, and I'm really glad you're here today to share more with our listeners. Thank uh, you. Thank you for carrying forward the work of... Um, the, the originating team there. Um, so let's orient some of our listeners to, to some of the terms. Um, I guess I'd really start with this term peri, perinatal, and, and what does it mean perinatal, and what is a perinatal mood or anxiety um, condition that many pregnant women experience? Sure.
1: So historically, when we talked about a shift in a woman and birthing person's mood, um, we referred to it as postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a term that was widely understood and used. Um, now we have transitioned to perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, which is a tremendous mouthful, so I'll probably refer to it through this interview as PMADS. Okay. Um, but we refer to it as postpartum depression historically because it was widely believed that a shift in a woman or birthing person's mood only happened in the postpartum period, which is following the birth of the child. Um, it was also widely believed that depression was not only the primary, but really the sole shift in a woman or birthing person's mood. We now know that those shifts can actually take place shortly after conception hmm. and can last up until the child's uh, first birthday. Rather, present. I don't want to say last, because it doesn't mean the symptoms are gone. It just means that they can show up up until shortly I after see. conception to the child's first birthday. So that's what is called a perinatal period. Um, and we now call it perinatal mood and anxiety disorders because we now know that anxiety is actually the number one symptom following the birth of a child. But um P-meds can include depression, anxiety, um, obsessive compulsive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, bipolar, and postpartum psychosis. So it's an entire spectrum of sy- symptoms. Um, they can wax. They can wane. There can be multiple symptoms happening at once. You can start depression shortly after birth, and you can present with anxiety six months later. So it's sort of this evolving... kind of ever, ever-changing experience that a woman a birthing person can have. So that's hence where the term perinatal mood and anxiety disorder comes from.
0: That's really helpful. And I just want to highlight, we're, we're doing this interview here in June, but you just mentioned that May, mm-hmm. I know it's Mental Health Awareness Month, or was, May is also Maternal Health Awareness Month?
1: Uh, Maternal Mental Health Awareness ah, Month. okay, yep, great. The month
0: of May. So yeah. Yep. All right. So we'll get you we're back the here before that, so next fine. year. Yes. Okay. No problem. So how about um, some of the other voices here in the room? Your Perinatal Wellness Alliance, you're providing support to mothers from conception through the first year of a child's life. I want to hear more about your work, but this other term that we've already heard is doulas. And each of you here are are certified or in the process of getting certified as a professional birth or postpartum doula. Um, Becky, what is a doula?
2: A doula is a trained professional who provides emotional, physical, and informational support to a parent with a baby. So it could be the birthing person. It could be the partner. Um, And a doula aims to nurture the family and encourage a birthing parent's self-care. So it's, it's a person who comes in and provides a whole bunch of different services. There's a birth doula. There's a postpartum doula. Those are two different roles. There is some overlap there. Um but I'll talk about the postpartum doula because mm-hmm. that's that's what I've been trained to do. Um, a postpartum doula is someone who would come into the home after the birth of the baby um, and provide all sorts of support information, um, hold the baby while the, the parent um, or birthing parent can get some rest, can mm-hmm. take a shower, can get a nap, provide information. They're trained in baby development information so they can help with you know all the different transitions. Um, They provide um, resources if that parent needs more um, than what the doula is trained to do, then they will resource out to other community um, help and Mm -hmm. referrals. And um, just answering questions and really just being there for the family to validate kind of the joys and the concerns that I think all parents experience after the birth of a baby with a newborn Having a newborn is, is wonderful, it's challenging, it's exhausting, it's joyous, it's so many things all in one day. And so this person is there to just help and sit and listen and nurture that experience, that transition.
0: And Becky, because I know you have more than one child, I think a lot of, and I only have one, a lot of people think, oh, you've done this before, you know what you're doing. Do is help people who are mothers of other children or do they only help parents who have the first time
2: having a child, no, absolutely, they'll help with any number of children, and and many doulas will also provide some care for the other siblings. You know, doing some reading with them or some some help with them too. So I think I think each birth experience is very different. Each baby is very different, and so I think there's no limit in that regard.
0: Jenna, tell us you've been working with new mothers off Cape and are now living here on the Outer Cape, about to become a new mm-hmm. mother yourself. What are the benefits that people report after working with a doula?
3: Benefits from um, working with a doula can, um, can be varied. Uh, a lot of women um, report feeling, you know, feeling that they're they're taking care of, like having a sense of community. Um, I know for myself, I don't have a lot of family here on Cape, so I'm currently in the process. Of putting together my own community for when my child is born and that includes a birth and postpartum doula Um, it's you know you get the ability to talk to another adult when you've been been with this little baby and spending all your time focusing on a baby Um, you get some counseling Um, and uh, another thing that postpartum doulas are trained in um, is at least observing signs of PMAD so that if we think someone would benefit from a therapist, we can say, hey, you know, I think it's time that you reach out. Um, I'm here to support you, but I think you need more than I can offer.
0: Gotcha. Uh, If you're just joining us, I'm Gwen Guzzo from Helping Our Women with Carrie McCarthy, coordinator of the Cape and Islands Perinatal Wellness Alliance and three other professional doulas providing services to mothers here on the Cape to talk today about maternal health and wellness. Rosetta, could you tell us a little bit more about one reason or so about why you became a doula and chose this line of work?
4: Absolutely, so um, after my experience of having my firstborn, um, I was really, really shocked that there was not more support in an emotional capacity um, and an educational capacity um, surrounding what it's like once we've had the baby. I put so much emphasis on, you know, reading up and researching and doing my due diligence of what to do for pregnancy and for birth and labor, that when it came to the postpartum aspect, I felt really lost. And when I went to reach out for support, I really didn't have any support. Um, And my experience just really made me uh, dive into this work shortly after. Um, I experienced um, postpartum mood disorder and anxiety. Um, but what was crazy is I was in it. And I mm-hmm. didn't know what it was because yeah. I didn't have education there.
1: Yeah.
4: Um, and I didn't have anybody in my com- immediate community that was, you know, saying, hey, maybe you need some help here. Mm-hmm. So that was a really big miss. And I just grew this passion for I want other mothers to feel empowered for the postpartum journey after. And a big piece of that is normalizing mm-hmm. these things. Um, and a postpartum doula is something that's a great resource. Um,
0: that that's great. Be called upon. Carrie, I understand there's a program to offset the costs of a doula for new mothers here on the Cape. What can you tell our listeners about this program?
1: Sure. Um, Well, actually, yeah, I'm actually happy to say it's actually a free program. Oh, okay. So three years ago, um, the Perinatal Wellness Alliance uh, contracted with Monumental Beginnings. The Mm -hmm. owner is Krista Sullivan. Um, So we currently right now, we have a team of 10 doulas. Uh, We just hired our first Spanish-speaking doula. Um, And we do have intention for translation services coming up in the near future until we're able to build up the workforce of Portuguese and Spanish-speaking dualists to support those families. But the program, essentially, it's a free program. The only qualifying factor is you need to be a year-round resident, a full-time year-round resident of the Cape and Islands. Um, And the way that we structure it is you get three three three-hour Three three hour segments of free in home doula support in the postpartum period that you can use up till the child's first uh, birthday.
0: Wow. So even if the child's nine months old and mm-hmm. I'm just hearing this today or 10 months old, I can call and find out about this. Who do I reach out to? So
1: um, the easiest way to reach out is um, go directly to the website. Um, and the website is um, Monumental Beginnings Doula at
0: gmail.com okay great and so um, Rosetta can you tell us just a little bit more about some of the other programs um, that are being offered or Carrie maybe you wanted to um, take the lead on some of the programs in particular for the Outer Cape
4: yeah so some of the Outer Cape resources are that postpartum doula program that Carrie was just speaking of again monumentalbeginningsdoula.com Um, You'll find a tab there that says more and you go to the grant program tab. You can reach out to Carrie directly or Krista um, and that's three three three-hour visits. Um, Doula will come to your house, Becky is servicing this Outer Cape area and that will be growing into a more robust so we'll have more doula options but she will be the postpartum doula Mm -hmm. for the Outer Cape. Um Also, if
1: can I just add something there yeah. as well? if even if somebody's pregnant in their first trimester or second trimester or third whatever, they, they can sign up at any point. Okay. So once they know they're due, they want to at least get that first meeting on the schedule, they can absolutely do that. Great. So we encourage earlier rather than later. Yeah.
4: And then um, the VNA visiting nurse program, um, they offer prenatal visits and postpartum visits. There's no caps to the amount of visits, and they provide additional support in home. Um, they do have uh, support for non-English uh, speaking families, and um, it's for anybody that burrs at Cape Cod Hospital. They get an automatic referral, uh, and also any community-based agency can place a referral on their behalf. So oh, wow. you can have the um, v come to your home after you have the baby. They do things like check vitals, blood pressure, provide lactation feeding support for postpartum. Um, And again, that's just built into the the VNA nursing program. Um, And then there's some incredible support groups here on the Outer Cape that I'm going to let Becky um, tell you about. Well, I can tell you about the group
2: that we've started at Cape Cod Children's Place that I'm facilitating That's a group for um, moms and babies on Thursday mornings from 10 to 11, and it takes place at Cape Cod Children's Place, so anyone is welcome to come. Um, If you're interested, you can contact um, Cape Cod Children's Place and find out more. That's super. And then there are other free services. I know we were talking about
0: this over lunch beforehand. Mm-hmm. There's the WIC program. Mm-hmm. And um, how, do, how do folks or can you highlight just briefly for our, our listeners who might be thinking about somebody they know, uh, what is that support that they can get through WIC? women sure. infants and children's program
1: sure so uh wick provides a free um, IBCLC which is a free international board certified lactation consultant her name is Liz Libby um, and she also there's no caps to the visit she'll come to your home she uses translation services so she can support a wide variety of families and mm-hmm. um, And she provides not only breastfeeding, but also just generalized nutrition and feeding support for the families. So that's another huge um, resource to share as well. Um, And her information can be found on the
0: WIC Website. Okay, um, Carrie. You know, there's one thing that you highlighted um, in some of your our correspondence before we met today about the maternal mental health report card. We've just talked about programs that you're running and um, the work that has been going on to address um, maternal health and wellness here on the Cape. Tell us briefly about the maternal health report card and and which as a way to highlight why these different programs are so important. Sure. Um, So last month, the inaugural
1: maternal mental health report card um, was released and it was published by the Policy Center for Maternal Mental Health in in collaboration, excuse me, with George Washington University. And so this was really the first ever grading um, of state efforts in addressing maternal mental health. Um, So the US as a whole received a a letter grade of D of, of D, D as in dog. D as in dog. <laughs> okay. Uh, 42 states, 42, received uh, letter grades of a D or F. Wow. In the state of Massachusetts, uh, we earned a grade of C.
0: And there was only one. The best state was California to a B minus. And so we've got work to do in supporting. What kind of um, measures in supporting women's health and wellness, especially after or people have given birth, especially after well, as you're saying, from this term perinatal, from the time of conception right, right. through. And I think, you know, Rosetta's point about so much of it is learning and reading about what, how am I going to have this baby and what's happening to mm-hmm. the growth of this baby and yep. and how is it going to be delivered and what to what expect when you're expecting, right? The, the, the famous book. But what you're speaking to is the well-being and wellness that is the container for this life that's growing and so what did they look at or how did they grab those uh, statistics t- Statistics to give um, Massachusetts a C but the United States overall a D that is sure. as in dog sure
1: they um, so they base it off of three criteria it was providers and programs um, screenings and screening reimbursement so insurance side of that and then insurance coverage So we earned a D in providers and programs, so that would be programs offered to support women, Mm -hmm. um, either in the, well, we'll just say in the perinatal period, and providers that are trained in this, um, maternal mental health, we received a D. Um, Screenings, so assessments, we know that assessments aren't happening in a universal context across the board. Um, So screenings and screening reimbursements also received a, a grade letter of a D. And then insurance coverage for specific programs, we received
0: a C. Wow. So, in other words, it's of course not just a need for grassroots efforts like you all here today, mm-hmm. or people with their own doula practice providing this service to people. Um, but it certainly sounds like our healthcare and medical professionals need some education, and that there are assessments or evaluations when when a woman goes in. Mm-hmm. for people to pause and ask how are you doing and to really be listening. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, it's really not, you know, during the prenatal period while a woman is pregnant or a birthing person is pregnant, it's not about causing fear in anyone. It's about planting seeds of knowledge Mm -hmm. and connecting them to resources. And I think most importantly, setting their expectations for what are the realities and possibilities for new motherhood. These things could happen, you know, so you're really just planting those seeds during the prenatal period. But on the postpartum end of things, that's where the conversations need to be happening in earnest. Mm-hmm. We need to be having an assessment with every single woman and birthing person that shows up for their 8 week appointment or their 6 whenever it may be happening. But further than the OBs, the pediatricians are really the first line of defense because they're going to be with those mothers and birthing persons for possibly several years. I see. You know, so they have to feel comfortable in how to talk about it, how to connect them. So there's there's certainly a lot of work that needs to be done.
0: Well, I know that you guys are working on a lot of programs. And Jenna, you've just recently signed up to volunteer at Helping Our Women um, so that we can also um, be providing some support um, for new mothers walking. Um, and we're planning to host a, a weekly walk, at least for the rest of the month of June, and see what the response is like. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, your vision for that? And
3: Sure, yes, thank you. Um- in in um the fall of of this year i helped set up um a similar idea in boston and cambridge um where we brought together new parents expecting or new parents um to to get together and and build community and also to get your real questions answered live i've noticed in my work as a doula but also as a lactation counselor you in the past, we would sit together, all these women would sit together and we, you know, feed our babies, however we're going to feed our babies. And we'd ask each other questions and we'd say, oh, what are you doing over there? And then give it a try ourselves. And so in this age where we're just freshly out of COVID, but just also this digital age, we've really come to kind of lack that support that we really used to get from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's something I'm quite passionate about, especially as I'm becoming a mother myself, um, is this building community and just sharing our our knowledge with each other. Um, So I think walking is a healthy way to do that. Get out, get some sunshine in the beautiful Cape Cod and get to know, know these peers that you've got.
0: So if you are interested in signing up for a weekly walk, um, we're thinking that it'll be on Wednesday mornings, mm-hmm. 10 a.m., you Got it. Beach Forest, um, off Race Point Road in Provincetown. You can call the Helping Our Women office, um, 508-487-4357. Do you, Carrie, have any other reflections that you want to share with our audience as we come to the close of the interview today?
1: Well, I think it's just really important for people to know that, you know, we we do know that we can't prevent perinatal mood and anxiety disorders, but we can provide meaningful and thoughtful supports that can help to mitigate the symptoms, you know, and Women and birthing persons don't have to pre- pretend to be well. Um, you know, We want people to be able to come as they are, and we want to be able to normalize these experiences that people have. Um, so I really just encourage everyone to reach out and get help. Um, people can always reach out to myself. I think we might get to that in a minute, or if you want me to share now. Um, anybody can reach out to me. My, I'll say my email address, then spell, or it's Miller. that's K-E-R-R-Y, dot m-c-c-a-r-t-h-y dot m-i-l-l-e-r at gmail. Um, and I'd be happy to connect them to any supports or resources in a confidential manner that they need. That's great. And then there was an international organization you wanted yes. to mention. So um, Postpartum Support International is, I believe, the largest maternal mental health organization in the world. Um, they're an incredibly important resource and website. Um, their website is postpartum.net. They have well over 40 virtual support groups, everything for uh, BIPOC mothers, to uh, trauma, tra- uh, traumatic birth experience support groups, um, adoptive parent support groups, they have a plethora on their website. Um, but we also have in our, every um, region across the country has what's called a volunteer support coordinator mm-hmm. that works with PSI. And our region's uh, support coordinator is Marielle Bitter. She's an LICSW, and she's certified in perinatal mental health. She works for Duffy Healthcare. Um, so if anyone anyone can submit the referral form, if, if anyone is in need of resources, you go to postpartum.net. Um, you click on uh, get help, and then... Um, From there, you click on U.S. and Canada, and a form will pop up. You just enter in some basic information. That form goes to Marielle, and she will call you in 24 hours and connect you to the resources that you need. And I could do that for my friend? Anybody can do it for anyone. It doesn't have to be an agency or community um, referral. It can be a, a parent or a loved one
0: as well. Great. Is there anything that you, Becky, would like to add here? You come to this from a clinical background and uh, just wonder, as you think about people who are listening today and reaching out for help for someone they love or for themselves.
2: I guess I just, as a mom and as with a mental health background, I guess I just would want to say that I think doulas are for everyone. I think whether you are experiencing PMADS or not, I just think it's really an important service um, to get this support, this validation, this nurturing. Parenting is is hard and wonderful. And I think that I would encourage anyone listening, whatever your story is, to reach out and to find a doula um, who, could, who could give you support, especially this grant-funded free program. It's free help and 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 the, the women on the team who are trained are fantastic and very experienced and I think it's just something that I would hope all birthing parents and families would take advantage of.
0: Well great. I really want to thank you each for joining us here today and Carrie McCarthy from the Cape and Islands Perinatal Wellness Alliance for your work with the other doulas here on Cape Cod um to support women's mental health uh particularly mothers uh of new babies and or people giving birth to babies. I'm Gwen Guzo from Helping Our Women, and this is the How Radio program Here For You, where we discuss topics related to wellness and well-being. Thanks for listening today, and remember, Helping Our Women is here for you. You can find us at helpingourwomen.org.